Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds. We're your family vacation planning experts. We are sponsored by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Travel Agency. Find us at ttavacation.com. My name is Ron. I'm the owner and operator of TTA Vacations, and I'm your host along with my wife, Laurel. Hey, this is Laurel. And my sister-in-law and Laurel's twin sister, Rachel. Hey, everybody. It's Rachel here. Today, we're just going to give you a little bit of background about us and our agency and, uh, you know, our Disney and Orlando travel connections. And then we're going to have a little bit more of a fun discussion of what is our favorite resort at Disney. So I'll start. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, which is about a three hour drive from Orlando. So I went fairly regularly with my family, uh, particularly with my uh grandparents a lot and then when I was 18 I was at UCF which is a university in Orlando for those who don't know and I spent about five years uh, working part-time in Disney and Universal attraction after that I for about the past 12 years I've uh, been contributing to different Disney blogs and uh, writing about history and travel uh, we founded the agency about four or five years ago now and Basically because we were the people that everybody went to for advice. So we decided, you know, let's just help them on a more professional scale. At that point, uh, Laurel joined me and Rachel came on about a year ago uh, for basically the same reasons. Now, you guys uh, also grew up going with your parents, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we sure did. Oh, my gosh. Probably at least twice a year for most years growing up. In yeah. fact, our, our parents loved it so much that they ended up buying a timeshare there, which is why we, we still have the property there, and we go there probably uh, two or three times a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our earliest memories of Disney trips are probably around, like, age four or five, but we can guarantee you we were in the parks in our mom's womb, <laughs> so we were there early on. Uh, uh, there were There are photos of our older sister and our mom taking us to Disneyland when we were about a year old or so. Yep, carrying, um, us, carrying us in the backpacks yeah. with the uh, double stroller. That's right. And uh, I think there are even uh, pictures of us at around two or three um, doing character meals and uh, doing char- attempting to do character meet and greets. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, uh, of course, like family photos just in the parks, you know, that quintessential castle photo that is pretty much the iconic photo for everyone's family trip. So, yeah, yeah, we've been going ever since. Yeah, agreed. I think actually two of my earliest memories are the the meet and greet we did with Mickey yes. at, with Dad. Yep. Um, that was That still is something that, that I hold really close, as well as the character breakfast they used to have with uh, Mickey and Minnie and friends, but it was like on a riverboat. Uh, and the uh, Empress Lily. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yes. It was on, at Downtown Disney at yes. the time. I, I still remember doing that. I don't know how many times we did that, but I do re- distinctly remember one particular event, and I remember we were there also with our youngest sibling who cried the whole time. I, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I remember wearing the matching outfits. Thanks, yes, Mom. Yes, matching outfits. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just as I said, they are identical twins, so <laughs> things uh, with the matching outfits definitely got confusing in a lot of the pictures on our wall. For those who don't know, the Empress Lily is currently Paddlefish. Uh, it's gone through a yes. couple iterations, and that's now at Disney Springs. It's a pretty good seafood restaurant, but I don't... It used to have, like, four restaurants inside, including live music, and I kind of miss that feel, because it's a huge... 
yeah. fake riverboat building. Yeah. Well, it, I feel like the location of it is, is, is poorly planned. I wish it wasn't so close to the other seafood restaurant right next to it, which was way better, the Boathouse. So in my yeah. opinion, if yeah. they moved it to a different area of Disney Springs, it actually might get a little bit more like more, more traffic. Foot traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you put too many genre restaurants that are the same too close together, people are going to always gravitate the one that is the most popular, which of course is uh, you know, not paddlefish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I will say both Boathouse has a better menu in general and better, better views for yes. most people who are at the restaurant as well. Yes. Um, and the paddlefish restaurant, the only people who really have spectacular views are the people who if are you're up top. at the top. Yeah. Have you been to the rooftop bar? Uh, no, I actually have not. Not since they did the renovation over there. Yeah, we, uh, I've heard beautiful things, but have not had an opportunity yet. Yeah, we did it a few years ago, right before we had Andy. Uh, another thing about us, we are all younger parents. Uh, Laurel and I have a four-year-old, and Rachel has a two-year-old. So we're also just learning the parks with uh, little kids as we yes. go along. After like a decade of adult-only trips... Together, we finally are now doing a lot of family trips with kids, and it's a totally different dynamic. <laughs> it's true. You have to, you very much have to change your perspective of planning. And our biggest issue is trying not to overplan. Yes. So. But we've all done, you know, Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise with with and without kids, so we're all, you know, very familiar with those things. Um, yeah. So we've all we've all done all those things. So, you know, just for a little more of a fun discussion rather than the intro today, I've asked everybody to talk about their favorite Disney World resort hotel. Uh, I'm going to let Laurel go first. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. What's your favorite? This was hotel first, first of all a very difficult, you know, question because we love so many of the resorts. We do a lot of resort hopping as a family. But I chose uh, beach. Uh, sorry, I chose the yacht and beach club because of several reasons. Um, mostly, I really love the theming and the location. But I will say, what is really great about this resort is that you don't have to feel like you need to resort hop. You don't even have to feel like you need to go into a theme park to feel like you're having a really great vacation. You can combine that relaxation experience and even some great dining, you know, and opportunities like going onto the boardwalk with, you know, going to different bars and finding different things to do without even having to go into the parks. It's all there in one place. And there's a mix of casual dining. And if, you know, your heart, you know, wants, you know, a fine dining experience. It's all there in one location. And yeah. the rooms are great. There's like the subtle Disney theming all throughout the, the rooms. It's great. You know, I really do love the resort, but I think one of its weak points might be the dining uh, for me. I actually really do like Ale and Compass. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great option. I think it's my yes. favorite like middle of the road dining right. experience. It's almost like it's one of those places I feel like a lot of people have never thought of. Um, so you kind of, it's kind of a little easier to get reservations. You can sort of sneak your way in if you really need to get Agreed. something last minute. Well, um, Alan Compass also has the lounge right next to yeah, it. Yeah, that's too. great too. They do. So well, they the do. bars are great yeah. over yes, there. Yes, the bars yes, are agreed. great. Uh, but like, and I really love Beaches and Cream. I uh, the idea of just ice cream and French fries and 
enjoying a grilled cheese sandwich while wearing my swimsuit and sarong. I mean, for me, like that's the relaxation, like key, you know, if I'm going to be relaxing at Disney, like that's what I want to do. Go there, go to Stormalong Beach, chill. You know, that's, that's a great resort and day for me. Yeah. I just think for being a combo of two resorts, there's not enough to, cause I, Cruise Cup's a good bar. But I didn't really love Yachtsman last time we went there. I yeah. thought it was kind of a middle-of-the-road steakhouse, particularly for the money. Uh, what about that other restaurant that's now that brought back finally the characters again? Oh, Cape May. Yes, yes. Cape May Cafe. Cape May. We actually haven't been. We were discussing maybe even doing it in one of our future trips, especially with Andy, now that she's getting more comfortable with characters. Um, but I have read several different reviews of Cape May, and a lot of people love it. And it's if you go for breakfast, yeah. it's I mean, it's essentially the same breakfast fare for most of the breakfast but I, I got the impression from all the reviews I was reading that it was one of those places that was a little bit easier to get a reservation as opposed to like going to Chef Mickey's um, or even like Cinderella's Royal Table and I think it's slightly cheaper um, I think they're usually all about the same but it's I mean it might be a few bucks cheaper yeah, yeah. one of the things it was always known for and it was never really on my radar because it was known for the crab legs and yes. I don't love crab oh, so yeah. But since you did bring up one interesting thing about one thing that's a negative for you on the Beach and Yacht Club, you don't love the dining options that are necessarily at those restaurants. But you have... The, but you're so close to the with boardwalk. vicinity to the yeah. boardwalk to so many other And the Swan and Dolphin. That's yes. true. You can walk to the like, Swan. The I other thing I... The, I think that's the key about the location of that resort yeah. is that while they may not necessarily have a lot of dining options that maybe fit the universal travel goer... It really is such a great location that you really have so much more access yes, to other yes. food options. Well, it's other it's transportation. Easier, and you don't have to rely on the public transportation. You yeah. can walk. You can even use one of those Surrey bikes if you really yeah. wanted to to, str- <laughs> to str- stroll your way down over on the boardwalk it, to it, the restaurant. The location might, well, I would say the main draw has got to be the pool. Yeah, the yeah, Stormalong Bay, Bay pool is almost of, a water park. Yes. It is. It's like a mini yeah, water park. Definitely number one pool of Disney property, for sure. Yeah, Sandy Bottom. Resorts. It's got a mini lazy river. It's got mm-hmm. a great kids area. The slide's huge. There's a couple little kids oh, slides. Yeah, good pool bar right there. It's also beautiful. Yeah, and, and it, it feels luxurious. It's well taken care of. There's also a nice outdoor uh, bar with uh, also food options. Is that there. Hurricane Hannah's? I think that's. Yeah, I think it, I think yeah, but I, I want to say that they also did a revamping of that little outdoor uh, lounge there. No, I'll stop uh, by that pool bar even when I'm just walking around the boardwalk area because yeah. I mean it's one of the standard pool bar drinks, but they're a Category Five hurricane drink. Yes, yes. Which is a regular hurricane, but then with a 151 floater on top. Ooh, that's a doozy. Yeah. But the location is also the main draw because you're a five to ten minute walk from Epcot. I mean, you don't, there is a boat you can take, but I think by the time you wait for the boat, you're probably going to be at Epcot, particularly if you're on the beach club side to start. The yacht clubs, a few more, it's probably, you know, you had an extra five minutes out of the main entrance. And then the studios, you could take the boat. You could walk, or you could walk to Epcot, take the Skyliner, and then change Skyliners. Yep. That's not going to be your quickest way. I mean, walking is probably still your quickest to either of those. But if you want to snag in one extra ride on the Skyliner, that's definitely your easiest way to do it. Because kids love the Skyliner. It's true. There's something about being several feet up in the air (laughs) in a locked box... With glass that, walls that, that they kids just go gaga just, for. <laughs> yes, seriously, are just enamored. Whereas those of us who may be afraid of heights and maybe 
claustrophobic, are not in love with that experience. But we do it for the kids. Yes, we do it for the, we do it for the children. And that's another thing. You don't only have access to those resorts easy along Crescent Lake. Yes. yes. You can hop on there. You have Riviera, which uh, Topolino might be my favorite character breakfast. Yeah, Agreed. I would agree. Agreed. And then you have great food courts at Pop Century and Art of Animation and even uh, at Caribbean Beach. Like, you have some great things there. So, yeah, it really is yeah. one of the top resorts. And the fact that you can you can walk to um, Hollywood Studios so easily and you can get to Epcot so easily, I think is a real draw, especially if you have a lot of older adults in your family. Maybe those are two parks that you might be spending more time with. Um, definitely just a, an easier option if you don't want to have to be so reliant on the buses. The buses are great as a part of your overall Disney experience, but the process of having to plan for buses, planning for strollers, planning the amount of time for buses, it, it's, a, it's definitely a nice to have, a luxury to be able to easily walk to two parks. Yeah. I think that's enough about Yacht and Beach for now. Well, wow, Rachel, what would your pick be? Uh, well, my pick is actually uh, a resort that I don't think I really discovered until my later my later years of being an Orlando connoisseur, uh, which is probably the Coronado Springs Resort. Um, that resort for me just provides me everything with what I want in a Disney vacation. Um, the only part to it that probably does not appeal to some people would probably be the transportation to and from at Coronado Springs. A lot of people, I think, kind of are hesitant with that location. But I do think that it is a great central location, particularly Mm -hmm. if you are a family that is likely going to be renting a car. Um, Even if you want to take the bus transportation, that's still fine at Coronado Springs. You can get anywhere you need to go. You do just sometimes have to wait maybe a little bit longer for your particular bus because of the route that that particular shuttle has to go. But generally speaking, if you're going to be staying at the resort a lot and maybe are not doing as much specific park hopping, Coronado Springs really is a great resort. The price is fantastic. It has probably the best entryway of any of the resorts. So when you enter and you check in for your uh, for your reservation, of course, if you choose to do the you know your own uh, check in on your phone, you don't necessarily have to go through the actual front desk kind of deal. But you're still going to walk through the entryway and be blown away by what you're about to see. It is a fantastically beautiful resort, particularly the new tower, the new Destino Tower. There, it has. Like the most fantastic restaurants at yeah. any of the resorts. In fact, I would say, I would say fantastically consistent. Yes, is, is consistent yeah. and all delicious. I have not had one bad thing at that resort, and it's absolutely just a beautiful large resort to walk around. Um, if you have, well, little... now they have that bridge. That yeah, goes in yes. the middle I was going to say it makes it so much I, more convenient. Yes, I liked the resort before. But I think it was at the bottom of my moderates before they did the uh, renovations. Because not only did the tower add some great... I'm forgetting the name of the restaurants at the top. There's Toledo, Um, which Toledo, that's the one I'm thinking of. Fantastic. I mean, probably there's also Dahlia Lounge, which is just yeah, great. Probably the best view of anywhere in in the Disney property. 
outside of maybe being, you know, at, a lot of people really like to talk about the views over at the Contemporary Resort, but to be honest, the views at the Dahlia Lounge yeah. is breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking, and it's also a, a smaller footprint, so you feel more, it almost feels more magical because there's so, there's so much fewer people there you kind of feel like you found something like a hidden treasure. I, I don't think I get rushed out of there like yeah. we yes. do yeah. at yes. Contemporary Agreed. Grill. Agreed. Or I mean, California Grill at the Contemporary. Yeah. Agreed. That, and I think that's what's so lovely about it is that it feels like a diamond in the rough. And that room we had on our last, we got one mm-hmm. of the private dining rooms because we had, I think, like 10 people on our last visit there. Which restaurant was this? Uh, Toledo. Toledo. Oh, that's yes. right. When we had that private room that we didn't yes. even ask for. Yeah. They, they probably saw we were a large, boisterous talk, family with talk small about, children. Talk about an, an, un, <laughs> uh, an unsolicited and unexpected <laughs> magical moment. Yeah. When they brought us to that private suite with the most beautiful views and also fireworks, by the way. We were able to see fireworks uh and during our during our dinner experience with our large family, we also had private waiter. Um, we had ooh, pri- ooh, every time they had to come in and get oh, private yep. label wine. They yes. told us about the wine. We got they a were wine grabbing. seminar with <laughs> our dinner. Wine, wine <laughs> seminar with our dinner because the sommeliers and waiters were very happy to discuss the wines that they were getting for people as they ordered their wines. Uh, and we also just got great service. We, it was also closed door, but it was clear glass, so everybody could see us. So, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're the kind of person that's, like, you know, really excited to show off <laughs> the little bit of something special that you're getting that nobody else gets, people were definitely intrigued as to who we were in this special room. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember and, we walked in with two sleeping babies. Yes, um, And yes. that might have been one of the things, like, I think they figured we needed a little bit of solitude so the kids would stay asleep. Yes. And then they woke up mid-meal, right, right in time for fireworks. <laughs> and and was off. It also worked out great because our, you know, as we all know, kids can't not they cannot sit at re- at meals for very long. Eventually, they get, you know, a little excited, rambunctious, and they need to get up and take a walk. So it was a very nice space because yeah. they could get up and move around, and we didn't feel like we were disturbing any other tables near us. So honestly, like that is still to me one of like. Like, probably one of my top five crying parental moment where oh, I kind yeah. of was like, I could get teary-eyed from the excitement and joy of just having that experience with everybody. Yeah. It was just such a beautiful moment that you just weren't expecting. And it's those types of reasons, it's those events in your life, which is the reason why you keep going back to Disney and why I, I you know, why I cringe, but I still pay <laughs> the prices <laughs> uh, that I'm paying to Disney because they are giving me something once in a while that I'm just... I'm, 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 I'm floored and amazed. Well, we're making memories. They're yes, helping you make memories. memories. But, like, there are other restaurants at this resort that are also fantastic. Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Yes. An amazing experience. Um, my toddler absolutely loved going to that restaurant. Not only is it outdoors, so it's already beautiful in sunny Florida. When it rains, it's okay. You're undercover. They also have amazing beverages, adult and children's beverages. In fact, I remember they brought, uh, they brought my toddler... Not one, but three juice boxes, because that's what he asked for, and they they were able to deliver. I was very <laughs> impressed. They even gave him a special toddler meal that felt like an adult mature meal, because my child, of course, doesn't always want to have like the children's meals, so they brought him Impossible Meatballs, a beautiful spread of Italianate-style food, while I know Mommy was having her sangria flight. So... <laughs> You know, it, it it really was just a great restaurant. It's also within walking distance of one of the best playgrounds, in my yes. opinion, of the resorts. 
not all of the resorts have a playground, everybody. Some of them, there are a few that don't have a playground. So when you Mostly get one, the deluxe, for some yes. reason, yeah. don't have yes. the playgrounds, which yeah. really surprises me. It's a me. surprise, right? Especially it's, considering it's they have, most of them have a DVC attached, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be where families go and stay for a while. So that's something to always think about that you yes. that doesn't always come up. Oh yeah, and the playground is right next to the pool, the main pool there, which is also a beautiful pool. And as a person who loves anthropology, I of course really dig this pool, you know, because it's just a, a fantastically well themed. Kids love it. It's large. It's spacious. Mayan. Mayan. Yes, it has a Mayan theme. Yeah, that's it. Yes. It's the Mayan. I couldn't remember. <laughs> it's the Mayan ruins theme, which is pretty fun. Yes, it's a fun theme. Um, and it, it, it's all within the vicinity. So you, your kids can go back and forth between the playground and the pool, and you don't feel like you necessarily are, are walking too far. Now, yes, there are some people that don't love the fact that the resort is huge because the rooms can be very far apart. But those bridges really fixed a lot of that I for agree. me. Yeah, we yeah, stayed there both, uh, we stayed there only before they actually built that, but we visited a few times after. And getting around is completely different since those bridges came. It was a chore to get yeah. to different sides. Agreed. And I had friends who, you know, were down there and they were... It's a, the biggest downside a lot of people have to that resort is not just the size, but that it's the business convention resort. Mm-hmm. So people don't like seeing a lot of people in suits there. I don't have a problem with that. But like people will work from there. And it's good if you're working... Yeah. You have to work a little bit on your vacation. like your, yeah, your access to business services is nicer. And there's room service all day and stuff like I that. Think, uh, I agreed. I think room service is back, but it was the only moderate with room service at the, for, for a long a time. Yeah. This resort also has a really great area for moderate-priced food as well. Like, yeah. Like, when it comes to your... Your family style restaurants, where like it kind of feels more like cafeteria style. Um, this particular resort has a fantastic area for food, and it's also unlike the food you're going to get some other areas. Like they have, you know, Mexican style food and other uh, cultural style options besides just burgers and you know chicken strips and fries. So, and yeah, you're, know, you're talking about the dining strip area, like their their cafeteria area, the El Mercado. Yes. 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 Yeah, that area is kind of nice because you can sort of pick up a lot of little grabbing goes. I remember we just grabbed, it was so easy just to grab breakfast on our way into whatever park we were going to that morning. Yes, the, yeah. the, the and coffees and, yeah. The, speaking of coffee, they also have the best coffee beverages on site that is not Starbucks. Oh, yeah, the uh, Barcelona Lounge. Yes. They, but you can also get those coffee beverages at most of the lounges and restaurants, too, on site because they, they're just so special and unique i mean honestly the drinks in general at this resort are unique you're not getting your your typical disney um flip book of your your standard oh yeah cocktails the all-star yes, the you all-star, know cocktail yeah. or the, they, the star they, magic the blue it, star magic it, cocktail. it feels like <laughs> it feels very unspecial when you go to all the resort lounges and you're just looking through the same book of the same cocktails there's no like signature cocktail for every resort which i find is a problem. I think that all resorts should be giving me one or two signature cocktails because I will buy them. I I don't care what is in them. I will buy them because it's something special and unique for this resort. But this resort has all of that. Signature drinks that you cannot get anywhere else on property. Yeah, some of the lounges have signature things, but like every pool bar should have something like or something it feels like. And that standard bar menu 
there's good drinks on it, but they're nothing anything that stands out. Yeah, Animal Kingdom Lodge is the only other uh, only other resort, in my opinion, that provides that level of of um, of signature drinks and signature like experience. Maybe the Polynesian, just yes. because they have the tiki bars, but you know, yeah, but that's a themed experience, right? If you're, but that, and that's also a you're looking to specifically go to a themed experience. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to just hang out at a quiet lounge, that's not the that's true. It's a different. And they're kind not of available vibe. at the pool all day either. That's kind yes, of thing. That too. Also, opportunity missed. If they offered every one of those special cocktails in the lounge at the poolside of the Polynesian, I actually probably spending would more be hours at the mm-hmm. pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I'm actually going to pick the Wilderness Lodge. Ooh. Uh, the location is fun. Great views. Did, it's my favorite theming of all. I really love the Pacific yeah. Northwest theming. Uh, some of the changes, like we, since Artist Point changed, you've been there. We haven't. Oh, it, it. it used to be my favorite. You really like the character dining that they have there now. I loved it. I, I think that for for me in my age, I enjoyed that character experience. I'm not sure if my children would love that experience only because it's from a story that they don't, um, I think, gravitate to. Yeah. Meaning because it's Snow White characters. But for me as an adult, it allowed me to really hone in on my childhood and just go back to a time when it felt... uh, safe and comfortable yeah. well i think what's but interesting the, is with, that in, with signature fantastic delicious food too yeah so i, I couldn't I, complain i think what's unique about that dining that character dining experience is that they have a villain i mean i think this is this like the only dining experience for characters that has a villain well until 1900 um, park fair comes back yeah and, yeah if, that's if true that's, if yeah. that's true I forgot. I almost forgot about that. Because that well, but, <laughs> if they're bringing it back, yeah. I mean, from like a food, if, but if, but then you know, we we would we could mince dining experiences if we had to separate between a an actual table service versus a buffet. Which let's just be honest, table service is always going to be hands down way better than yeah. a buffet. But if you're dealing with a lot of picky eaters, there is certainly. <laughs> Uh, something to say for having a buffet. Well, for I think sure. I think what's interesting about Artist Point is that they are seeking after two specific uh, audiences. One, people who want a nice plated, yes. you know, uh, completely prearranged meal, and at the same time, an opportunity to have characters and theming because there's yes. a lot of ambiance that they've built into that space. Um, and that's that. Those are the things, in my opinion, that you come to Disney for: quality dining and you know. Disney theme. Well, and the price. So when you really look at the price for um, that kind of uh, dining experience versus the other character dining, it, it really was very comparable. So if I can pay just as much money for a beautifully plated meal and characters versus me having to take a lesser quality buffet with characters, I will always pick that table, that that table uh, dining experience, table yeah. plated. Because I do care about the quality of the food that I'm eating, and I am not going to to mince words on the fact that Disney charges prices that are not maybe up to middle America standard that anybody could just pay for. So if I'm going to be paying these prices, I have a high expectation of the food that I'm going to be eating. There are some other buffets as well. I mean, we could go into like well, well, we can go into a whole other area category to talk about it, but. This is part of the reason why I don't think I'll ever go back to Boma, because 
I just was so disappointed oh. in the quality of the food there at that meal experience. Even though, contrary to popular belief, most people tend to love Boma. And maybe it was just a bad night, but with the price that they charge with no characters, I was not very And impressed. your other options at the resort kind of yes. blow yeah. it away. Yeah. That's but the same. Back to Wilderness Lodge. Like, not only do you have the storybook dining at Artist mm-hmm. Point, I like Whispering Canyon. I know Laurel's not a huge fan of it. She just doesn't like the shtick. Uh, I enjoy the shtick, but you could tell them to tone it down. And you could basically say, you know, we just want to eat, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and it's good It's good food there, and Geyser Point it really Geyser was great. such a Geyser great Point. addition. Yes. But you didn't know how much it was needed until you had it, and now I can't believe they never had it. Yeah, the bar, <laughs> like you could eat at the bar, you could eat as a takeaway window, and they have some tables around the bar. It's great. It's a poolside place, but for poolside food, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's definitely higher level than poolside food. And sure. Roaring Fork is not a bad quick service yeah, either. I've done Fork. breakfast there. I've done dinners there. Uh, yeah. The Magic Cookie Bars are one of the best snacks you could just kind of yep. R- get Ron, away. We stayed there for our one-year wedding anniversary, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a great trip. <laughs> um, I also love the pool. At the oh, the river. pool yes, is fantastic. Yes, that pool uh, is fantastic. Magical. I haven't used a DVC pool, but I use the main pool. I like that. And the DVC, over if you walk into the DVC, uh, the Copper Creek is at Boulder Ridge. I forget which one's the main building and which one's the side one offhand. But they have the train room. I know you haven't been in there, but I've been. It's, it's the train lounge. It's oh, just I've a been cool in there. lounge. Mm-hmm. It's it's got one of Walt's original backyard trains in it, and it's what? got pictures of Walt all around. It's just a cool little yeah. lobby lounge to hang out at. And I'll have to go see that. <laughs> it's supposed to be for the DVC side, but if you're staying at the resort, you can go over and hang out in there anyway. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the monorail, but it has great boat service straight to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and then bus service everywhere else. So it's not quite as convenient as being on the monorail loop. But I think it makes up for being, feels more secluded. Yeah. It's got a theme that's fantastic. The pool, the and food. And it really does look like if you were to go to a resort in Yellowstone, like that's pretty much what it looks like. I mean, they're pretty spot it's, on. It's, it's comforting. Yeah. It's very comforting. Yeah. They're very spot on with the theming. And it has just a warmth. They have like a fire going most like half the year, so like you walk in and there's like a big fireplace. It's it just feels comforting. And little known fact, so uh, I'm sure a lot of people are aware that there are a lot of resorts at Disney that do not allow you to just park at the resort uh, and explore the resort unless you have a reservation or if you're staying there as a as a guest. What I love about Wilderness Lodge is I can just go there and hang out whenever I feel like it. They don't really check very much. Um, but More recently, they do. Yeah. Oh, they oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They will allow you to come as a visitor. So if you, you have to provide the information for uh, whoever is currently a guest. Or dining reservation and things like yeah. that. But anything that's got a... Almost anything now, except like the All-Stars, are they really are going to check, be a little more specific. Uh, well, you could always just say that I'm coming in to eat at Geyser Point. You can, and if you're not on a holiday, you might get away with that. I haven't tried in a while to go over without a reservation, but all the security's been a little tighter lately at most of the resorts lately. If you're going to any resort just to to uh, uh, you know look around the resort during a holiday week, yes, absolutely, that's very challenging, and you, I would say that that's going to be very difficult unless you're using the public transportation to get to and from the resort. 
But yes, I, generally yeah. speaking, it does kind of depend on on the time of year, um, but also on... And who you, you know, get as a security guard, yeah, honestly. Yeah, that too. I do have personal fond memories of going over to the Wilderness Lodge, just letting my toddler wander about. Because somebody likes to walk. Oh, that lobby? Yeah. Particularly got, with, there's a, well, there's a little, geyser. There's a waterfall. Oh, no, yeah. It's, a waterfall. it's like a little geyser loves, with like a, a little he, bridge over it. He absolutely <laughs> loved the bridge and just wanted to go over the bridge over and over and over again. They also um, had a photographer, one of the um, one of the like regular park photographers were there just taking pictures for people in front of different areas at the resort that day. Hmm. And that was a unique because I you don't I don't see that very yeah. often at like the resort. Like memory resorts. maker, yeah, but not like just memory maker. It basically was base basically it was like one of the the photographers that would be at the Magic Kingdom on Main Street. Oh, that's interesting. And they were just there in the lobby that day, and anybody that wanted to go and take special portrait shots anywhere, they would just follow you around and help take pictures for you. And then you could tap your your magic band, and then would just go to your photos. Go to your photos, which was it worked out great for us because they took some nice photos. And with the lobby, the Christmas tree there is second to none oh, on yeah, property. Yes. It's yeah, if you go, gorgeous. If you're gonna go during the Christmas holiday season, definitely like that's a contender for like the top resorts to stay at for sure. Just because of all of the pomp and circumstance and the decor and the fire is burning. Yeah, the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nice. Well, I think that's a good intro for us and our uh, show here, as well as our agency. Remember, we are the agents of TTA Vacations, the Tomorrowland Travel Authority. Uh, we'll be more than happy to help you plan your trip uh, with our expertise. We don't charge a fee. We get paid by Disney or whoever you book with. We do Disney, Universal, uh, most of the major cruise lines. Uh, so if you want to plan your family vacation... Uh, please go ahead and email ttavacations at gmail.com and uh, one of us will respond to you. That is our uh, main email to get to one of us. And we will talk to you again next week here at the Mouse Birds. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.